Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Welcome back to Small Biz Chat. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, America's number one small business expert. And I'm so excited to have you here for 10 years. We've been helping you grow your business because our mission is to end small business failure. This show would not be possible were it not for our generous sponsor, Mixmax. And if you're using Gmail, you need Mixmax because it's a great way to add marketing automation to your emails. If you don't want to go back and forth trying to figure out a time to meet, it lets you give your availability right in the email and you can check when people open up your stuff. So it is a great tool. Check it out. Go to mixmax.com and see what they're talking about. And with that, let me introduce my first guest, top online marketer, Neil Patel. He is the co-founder of Crazy Egg, Hello Bar, and Kismetrics. He helps companies like Amazon, NBC, GM, HP, and Viacom grow their revenue. He's a New York Times bestselling author, and the Wall Street Journal calls him the top influencer on the web. He helps Fortune 5 companies and small business owners, too. That's why we have him here. And listen to this, you guys. His stats are amazing. His marketing blog gets 3 million visitors a month. His marketing school podcast generates over 1 million listeners a month. His YouTube channel has over 10 million views. He's got almost a million followers on Facebook, and he has over 300,000 followers on Twitter, too, like me. All right, so I am so excited to welcome Neil Patel here tonight. Neil, welcome to Small Biz Chat for our 10th anniversary show. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, I've been following you for a while, and I'm a big fan of your Marketing School podcast, and I'm excited in our second segment. We're going to dig into that. But you are the online marketing guru, so I want to dive right in. I want to, I want to, you know, squeeze every little morsel I can out of you. Now, let's say I built a beautiful website, but it's not converting for crap, right? I'm not getting traffic. I'm not generating sales. It can really be overwhelming for a small business owner to figure out how to tackle a problem like this. So if you were recommending something for them to drive traffic, increase conversions, and their rank optimization, I mean, where do they go first? How do, how do we build a plan as a small business owner to start attacking this? Yeah, there's a lot of free stuff that you can use as a small business owner. So for example, if you already have the visitors and they're not converting, there's free tools like hotjar.com where they'll show you what people are doing that are converting and what people are not doing that aren't converting. You can then take that and make changes to your site so then that way you can get more engagement and more sales by doing more and showing more of the stuff that people want to see. Because Hotjar okay, will show you what people are doing. What is that tool again? Because I missed it. What was that tool? Hotjar, H-O-T-J-A-R. Hotjar, Okay. All right, what next? I can use Hotjar and figure out what's going on. What next? Yeah, and then you can use tools like MailChimp to collect emails and send emails. It's another free tool. And that's a good way to get more sales as well because the moment someone opts into your email list, it's much easier to convert them into a sale. 
So that's a second free tool that I would use if you want more conversions. And then if you want more traffic, there's a free marketing tool called Ubersuggest that helps you get more search traffic from Google rank higher. And again, all these tools are free. All right. So what if I got a little bit of budget and I want to go after this problem? Where do I spend money first? Do I spend it on SEO? Do I spend it on paid ads? Do I do retargeting? Where do I go? I typically would start with paid advertising because you can pick specifically the type of people you want, the demographics, the keywords they're going after, and where you want to end up driving those people to convert them. That's where I would start. Okay. All right. I think that's fair. So when you're putting together your plan, you call that a CRO or conversion rate optimization plan, right? When you're trying to figure out how to get more conversions, get better conversions, all of this, when you're kind of figuring it out, that's what you call it. Correct. You got it right. All right. Now, digital marketing is changing at a rapid pace. Where do you see it going in the next two to five years? And how can we, as small business owners, you know, really be proactive and prepare for for where digital marketing is going. It's going to be connected to the offline world. Just think of it this way. You got a fridge. Everyone has a fridge in their home. You're running out of milk. Your fridge eventually is going to tell you, hey, you're running out of Altadena milk. Have you ever thought about ordering silk almond milk? It tastes very similar and it's half the cost and we can send it to you in the next four hours. And these fridge companies are going to be making money off of ads because people are going to be like, yeah, promote my milk, promote my cheese, promote my bread instead of the competitors. And you're going to start seeing a lot of the places you go right now to buy ads on the internet also being the places you go in the future to probably buy ads in places like televisions, to places like your fridge, your microwave, whatever it may end up being. Got it. Got it. Okay. So everything's going to be selling to me everywhere I go. My refrigerator, my clock radio. Now, actually, I use Alexa in my home. And what I notice is every time I ask Alexa to go to a certain radio station, the people who paid for that time get their ad on before my radio station comes on. So I'm already starting to see some of this stuff you're talking about where they're already selling to you, even through the voice voice search stuff. Now, what are some online marketing tips for entrepreneurs that are just starting off? I, I'm just starting my business. I got limited resources. You know, other than the free tools you told us to figure out what's going on if your website isn't converting, what are some of the other things you think they should do? Look, you're connected with people on the social web. doesn't matter if you have 10 friends on Facebook or a thousand. Whether it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, put out content related to you, your business, whether it's videos, it could be audio, but just bust out your phone. We all have them. Film yourself, upload the content, and I kid you not, you'll start getting more traffic and a portion of those people will convert into sales. Just that easy deal. Well, you're not going to get as many sales as you want, but it's a great way to start, right? You got to start small and simple. You can do a hundred different things, but why not start off with the stuff that works and you can do with ease. And after you're up and running and you're making a bit more money, then you can expand to other stuff that takes longer and costs more money. Got it. Got it. All right. So what are some of the mistakes that people need to avoid out here if they want to have a successful online launch? Yeah, uh, a few of the mistakes are, one, when people are launching, they always create sites based off of what they want. You know, yeah, you may end up buying your product once, but you're not going to buy it a hundred or a thousand times. So you got to get the input of other people who are your ideal customers and see what they think of your website. 
see what they think of your messaging, your content, your copy, and then use that information to make, you know, informed decisions. And that way it's relevant to the people who are out there. The second mistake people make is they think, oh, I got all these people coming to my site. They're just going to buy. I wish the world was that easy. But, you know, when people go into stores, think of like a mall, there's a lot of people who are just window shoppers or browsing. They'll even try on stuff, but they don't buy. And that's the reality of it. You need to make sure you're collecting email addresses. Without the email addresses, you won't do well. You need to keep getting people back to your site and email is a great way to do it. And then the third is once things are working, people just assume that their business is going to keep going up and they're going to keep making money and life is great. But that's not the reality of it. You're going to have competition, market conditions change. You need to always keep improving yourself, your product, your business and never stop. Good stuff. Good stuff. I co-sign on all of that. Now, I know a lot of people, you say, okay, if you got a little bit of budget, invest in paid ads. But a lot of people are losing their shirt on paid ads and, and, and they're struggling with it. You know, do you have some rules of thumb for people if they're getting started with paid advertising? One of the rule of thumbs that I have is people should have upsells and downsells. So paid ads are expensive. If someone buys your product, you're probably going to lose money on the front end. You need to make sure you have upsells and downsells. So when someone buys one product, pitch them another product that's related. Pitch them another one after that. By doing that, it makes your paid ads much more profitable. It allows you to keep up with the competition and continually spend more. All right. Good stuff. Now, I know you're a real big believer in the long blog posts. I've actually read blog posts that you've written about the long blog posts. All right. So now tell me, how long are we talking, Neil? Are we talking 1,500 words? Are we talking 3,000 words? When you say long blog posts, and by the way, you give me hives when you say that. So when you say long blog posts, what are you talking about? Typically, you want your blog posts to be thorough enough where you're getting the point across and someone can go and take action on whatever they read. If you can get your message across and make sure your content's amazing and better than the competition in 100 words or 500 words, good for you. But in most cases, it's going to be 2,000 plus words. I thought you were going to go there. 2,000 plus words. Lord, that's a chapter in the book. Isn't it, Stephanie? We're going to get to Stephanie in a minute. <laughs> All right. Now, the, is the podcast really the best way to promote a business these days? Podcast is one way. Business mar or marketing right now has moved to omni-channel approach. You used to be able to promote a business off of one channel. There was companies who were built just off of social media or email marketing or SEO or just paid ads. That doesn't exist too much anymore because all these spaces are competitive. Now you're going to have to take an omni-channel approach and leverage all the major channels. doesn't mean you got to start with all of them. It just means that you're going to end up leveraging all of them. It's just a question of when. Well, Neil, I'm going to put a pin in that right there. That was so helpful. And here on Small Biz Chat, you know, our mission is to end small business failure. And we appreciate you teaching us about some of the building blocks of online marketing. But don't go away. When we come back, we're going to get some inside tips on Neil's video podcast, The Marketing School. We'll be right back. I'm Melinda Emerson. Stay with us. Since we implemented MixMax, our uh, open rates are 86%, our reply rates are 52%, and our RSVP yes rates, 41%. My advice for other companies interested in MixMax is definitely go for it. Uh, it's also a really easy onboarding process. It's very user-friendly. It's easy to get in there. Uh, I wish we had started using it a lot sooner, and it's, it's made my life much, much easier. 
everybody. Welcome back to Small Biz Chat. This is our 10th anniversary show. For 10 years, we have been helping you end small business failure. We're back now with our guest, Neil Patel, online marketing guru. Now, he is also the co-founder of Crazy Ag and Kidsmetric. And now we're going to be talking about his incredibly popular podcast and YouTube channel, Marketing School. Now, my first question for you, Neil, about Marketing School is you do it every day. I mean, I thought doing a weekly chat for an hour was a lot of work. You do marketing school every day. Can you talk to us about how you made the decision that that was how you were going to differentiate your your podcast and your 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 video YouTube channel? Yeah, the world's a chaotic place. People don't have a ton of time. So I was like, oh, why not do something that's short and sweet and every single day, like five minutes? And that's my model. Now, even though it's daily, I don't really record daily. I'll record for two hours straight and produce 15 days or, you know, 18 days, maybe 20 days worth of content and podcast. So it's not too bad. But yeah, I, I did that. And it's worked out really well because everyone's like, wow, the world's really a hectic, chaotic place. Five minutes a day is the sweet spot when it comes to content. Wow, and you're almost at a thousand shows. I looked the other day, you guys are just 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 almost at your thousandth show, which is just like mind-boggling to me. How do you keep the content fresh in marketing school? The community, they keep giving us ideas on what to talk about. And we also read a lot and just keep up to date with whatever's happening in the space. And that gives us new fresh ideas because marketing is consistently changing. It definitely is. Now I know you have a co-host, Eric Sue. Now do you think it's very helpful to have a co-host? Like, do you, did you feel like you needed one, like to play off the other? Or are you guys just really good friends? Is it, oh, let's start a podcast. Like, how did you make the decision about, you know, two of you versus doing it yourself? It was the second one. We were just like, oh, really good friends. Let's just start a podcast. That's really how it happened. <laughs> but yeah, it, it does help because, you know, when I'm stuck and I don't have any ideas, he may come up with some. When he's stuck, I may have some ideas. Yeah, having a co-host isn't bad. It's helpful. You can also do it by yourself too and then interview other people. Either one works. Interesting, interesting. Now, on a recent podcast, you talked about knowing when it's time to quit something if you're just not gaining traction and not making money. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Because I actually really thought that one was fascinating. Yeah, some people just keep going when they're not doing well. If you're not doing well, you can't get the numbers to go on to the right. Sometimes a business isn't meant to keep pushing forward. I'm not trying to be negative. It's just the reality. It's, it's, if that was the case, everyone as entrepreneur would succeed and there'd be no employees. But yeah, when things aren't working out and you just can't make them work no matter how hard you try, just sometimes it's not meant to be and it's time to quit and move on to something else. Well, I mean, I think that that's good, but that, that does feel a little bit harsh. <laughs> Tell me something. What is the best marketing advice anyone ever gave you? The best marketing advice that anyone ever has given me, and this isn't a trick question, they always say, who's the best marketer? And it really comes down to who can spend the most money. So the best marketing advice I ever got is make sure your business is really fine-tuned. So do you got amazing product page, reviews, pictures, everything. Like when you fine tune it, it allows you to spend more than other people. That's who's going to win at the end of the day. Now, that's interesting. I always thought social media leveled the playing field. And you say it's back to who can spend the most on ads. Yeah, because social media used to be where if you have a ton of followers, you would do well. But now your reach is 
limited by their algorithms. If you have a million fans or 10 million or a hundred thousand, barely anyone's going to see your information, sadly. That is sad. As much work as it took to get all those followers. Anywho, I am so grateful to have the opportunity to be the small biz lady and to have given you guys small business advice for the last 10 years. Special thanks to tonight's guest. But, you know, for the past 10 years, it has been my pleasure to execute our mission to end small business failure. I am Melinda Emerson. I am the small biz lady. And until next time, remember this, you never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. God bless everybody. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.